Good morning, everyone watching live on BAM YouTube. Let me know in the comments where you are tuning in from. The hot sheet covers what you need to know about the real estate industry in a 24-hour time period. On today's hot sheet, I will discuss a dip in housing inventory, the best time to sell, and current rent prices. Today is Monday, May 8th, 2023. I am Byron Lazine, and the hot sheet starts now. Welcome back to the hot sheet. I am up in the Connecticut studio after an eventful Friday BAM mastermind. Thank you. Uh, if you attended, we had a small group and uh, there will be more. There'll be more BAM events coming. Make sure that you are subscribed to BAM X. There is a link below so that you'll get a future discount on our live events and masterminds. Make sure you're a member of BAM X so you don't miss those. Friday was just absolutely epic and uh so appreciative of the support that we've had hit the thumbs up and let's jump right into it uh according to housing wire logan motoshami's housing market tracker from uh last night we've unfortunately had an active listing dip okay 2545 is what active listings fell in the last week new listing data also fell week to week so we started to see the last two weeks a trend up and we really wanted to see two weeks in a row of it going up because we thought that would uh, start start rolling downhill, start the momentum for what traditionally in the spring happens, where you continue to see an increase in new listings, an increase in inventory, as these are the prime selling months. Well, we have now experienced a little bit of blip. This is continuing the streak of lowest new listing data ever recorded in history mortgage rates uh did fall last week so that probably helped purchasers uh soak up some of the inventory that was available so this is pretty unfortunate inventory should be growing uh like it does every time this year and it's not uh the weekly inventory data can occasionally have big moves up or down that can deviate from the longer seasonal trends so we gotta you know just continue to ride this thing out see what happens over the next few weeks uh, but one thing is for sure, housing is not going to crash. This is reading directly from HousingWire due to large scale panic selling, a scare tactic tactic of late 2021 that didn't work then and will not work now. Love that Logan said that new listing data was trending at an all time low in 2021 and 2022, and now it's creating a new all time low in 2023. Okay, so the weekly inventory did fall from 422,270 to 419,725. Last uh, year at this week, we actually saw a near 13,000 inventory increase, 287,821 to 300,481. Okay, look at the uh, charts, and we have all our sources and charts down below for you in the daily download. You click it once, you get it every single hot sheet the only live Monday through Friday housing show on the internet. The bottom for 2022 was 240,000, uh, while the peak so far in, in this year has been 472,000. All right, active listings for this week in 2015 were 1,081,000, all right? You can see here uh, the current Altos research chart, which is down below for you, on total inventory. Total inventory that we're tracking here that, ho that housing wire tends to refer to as well 
is this number in the 400,000s, the 419,000. NAR will look at their inventory total that includes pending sales, includes contracts between buyers and sellers, escrow, pending, whatever you call it in your market. That continues to sit under a million. That number should be up just above 2 million. This number on just total inventory should be closer to a million if we were in a more normalized market. The new listing weekly data over the past three years, this number will absolutely shock you. 2023 now for uh, new listing weekly data, 58,432. Same week last year, we had 76,691. The same week last year, who remembers how crazy the 2022 spring market was? We had 76,691 new listings come on the market. This year, 58,432. This is what happens when Jay Powell gets completely out of control with the money printing machine and everybody's locked into two, two and a half, three percent mortgages. They don't want to get off of them. 2021, we had 73,291 uh, for the weekly data, for new listings weekly data. Compare that to 2015 and 2017, you're in the 90,000 in 2017, 100,000 range in one week. 2017, you had 100,000 homes come on the market as new listings. Can you imagine as a real estate professional, if we saw 100,000 new listings next week, what that would do to the market? That would be a certain positive uh, experience for home shoppers. You can see here the new listing trend uh, as recorded by Altos. I've got some uh, charts from Fortune that show this uh, even a little bit better, in my opinion, that are going to be available in the daily download. I'll show those in just a second. Uh, but this is, again, a near all-time low for the new listing data. Or this That is an all-time low for uh, new listing data. It's the lowest ever recorded, okay? In 2007, where sale, sales were about down big, total active listings peaked at over 4 million. Total active listings right now, the NAR number that I just referenced, is at 980,000. That includes the uh, the peak uh, or the, the pending numbers here. And you can see this chart, just a crazy drop from peak of 2008. Nothing quite like that ever recorded on history. Okay, so we'll see what happens uh, this week with inventory. We won't have that number again until Monday. Hopefully this is just a little bit of a blip in inventory. We expect due to history that we'll see more inventory uh, in the spring market, but that isn't a promise. Okay. So um, more to see. We'll just have to kind of sit and wait and see what happens. But again, this is definitely what happens when you've got um, everybody locked into these low rates here. Here's a chart uh, from fortune Lance Lambert over at fortune put together that shows that I think even a little bit, Better than the one we were just looking at from Altos. We've got April. Sorry about that. April 2023. The only uh, blip in April that's lower would be 2022. And obviously that bounced right back up. I don't think we get to May's level of 2020 on new listings uh, next month. Certainly the, the trend doesn't look like we'll, we'll get there. And well below any other year. And again, this is the lowest year ever recorded on history active housing inventory for sale according to realtor.com uh above total inventory active inventory for 
2022 and 2021, but well below normal years. Okay, so long way to go on inventory and really no like promise in sight, no end in sight on how we can get there. Okay, uh, if anybody in, in the comments would like to uh, would like me to pick a specific location for active housing inventory for sale by month. Uh, I can pull that up. There's a great interactive chart in this fortune piece, which was just updated yesterday. Uh, I can, this will be dropped into our daily download. You can play around with it if you'd like. Uh, but I'd, I'd love to share some now kind of just showing uh, different markets. Uh, let's go to Boston real quick and just show active listings over month here. There we go. So here's Boston Cambridge Newton, 4,059 for active listings on the month, slightly above last year. So you can see that active housing inventory for sale in Boston is above last year, but not really by much. If we go to Austin, I think I saw Jeremy Knight in the comments. I see, okay, we want Houston. Um, so here's Austin. Austin's well above active listings for the last two years. So Austin, w considerably different than what we just looked at in a place like Boston. Northeast is really struggling with inventory. Let's go to Houston. I see the comment there for Houston. Let's take a look at what Houston looks like. Uh, somebody help me out. Is this in alphabetical order? There's Houston. All right, so Houston, not as extreme as Austin. You can see that it is above active inventory for the last two years, 17,137 for uh for the month which is you know much higher than this same month last year uh 10,993 but not nearly as sharp of an increase as we saw in Austin where Austin's last two years were incredibly low let's go to Jacksonville next Jacksonville Florida 4,498 uh so more than double the month of last year at 2003 uh for Jacksonville so Jacksonville is a place where you got inventory on the rise considerably so again we we're seeing most areas have sharp increases we'll go to oklahoma city next sharp increases outside of what we just saw in boston the northeast has some of the lowest inventory in the country oklahoma city would be at 2925 for the month in comparison to 1400 for the last two years same month okay um Let's pick another Northeast town. Let's go to New York, Newark, New Jersey City, see where that is. You can see that inventory is actually lower in New York, Newark, Jersey City um, from the same month last year, 31,316 to 32,094. So again, showing that the Northeast inventory in a lot of areas is either slightly up or actually shrinking, uh, which is a lot different than um, most parts of the country. When we just go year over year, Las Vegas, uh, you have you had huge spikes at the end of 2022 and, and beginning of 2023. That has since come down. We've got uh, 6,537 for active inventory for the month in comparison to 4,200 and 4,300 the two years prior. This is still below 2020 at 8,600 for Vegas. And if we look at 2019, same month, you had 9,500 active listings and now 6,500. So 3,000 less active listings in Vegas um, 
for for the same month here when we, when we uh, when we look back. There you go, on Vegas. Uh, I'll pick I'll pick one more unless somebody else has one. Let's actually I'll pick a couple more. Let's look at L.A. Look at L.A. Not I, I would have thought L.A. would have been higher, eighty eight hundred to seventy five hundred on the year over year. Two thousand twenty one ninety seven hundred, and we're at eighty eight hundred right now. So L.A. Uh, Western Mass. Let's see if we can get a Western Mass. What would be? I should know. Uh, it wouldn't be obviously the Boston, which we already looked at. Let's take a look and see if they've got something for Western Mass. Hmm. Western Mass. What? What would be the big area? There's not much out in Western Mass. Let's see if we can get an area for Western Mass. Uh, Worcester, maybe Worcester would be reflective of West uh, Western Mass. Let me know if that if that's right. Some people would pronounce this a different way, but I believe I'm pronouncing it correctly. It is Worcester. Would, would you guys agree? Is that there? We go. Uh, six hundred seventy-four compared to six eighteen and seven oh seven. So essentially, Worcester's been flat for the last three years on active inventory. Again, very different than the rest of the market when you compare Northeast to uh, the rest of the country, rather. We've got Greenville, South Carolina. Greenville, South Carolina. Let me see if I can pull that up in here. Let's take a look for Greenville, South Carolina. Mm. Greenville. There it is. Greenville, Anderson, South Carolina, 1740 uh, compared to 863 for the same month last year, uh, 2021 was 1,099. So higher, more than double from year over year, but considerably lower than 2017 to 2020 levels where you sat between uh, 3,000 to 3,500. We're sitting at 1740 for active housing inventory for sale by month. Okay, um, there you go. Uh, there's all those charts are, are below this interactive one, of course, uh, is not, but it is available in the source link, which is down below if you want to play around with that or if you've got a specific market breakdown, could certainly put that into the comments. Bobby could take a note and we could take a look at that on a future hot sheet stream. Again, this is the only live streaming housing show on the internet. So hit the thumbs up and please consider it, uh, sharing it with somebody who wants a 24-hour look back on all things housing. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Let's take a look at the best months to sell a home. They're right now. Okay. Based on Adam's annual analysis, the best days of the year to sell a home, judging by data on home sales for the past 12 years, are the months of April, May, and June when home sales offer premiums of 10% or more over market value. The top 16 best days to sell are in the month of May alone. Okay. So uh, this, this kind of is in line with Realtor.com saying, hey, that last week of April is the best time to list the house. You're coming into these May months. Uh, over 51 million single-family home and condo sales over the past 12 years, 2011 to 2022, the summer and spring months, especially May, June, and April, are the most active for home buying. Okay, so this is a nowbam.com article. You can grab this down below uh, and check it out for yourself. But in an, in a time right now when we know inventory just took a step back and we need more of it, uh, despite those year-over-year -year numbers, the new listing numbers are much different than what we just looked at with active listings. Remember, there's some active listings out there that aren't in the affordable category. 
that aren't in a move in condition category. Okay. We need more inventory. We need inventory that's reflective of 17, 18, and 19, like the charts that we just looked at. That's where we need our inventory levels to go up. And we've got to go and extract some as an agent, as somebody you know who's who's working with sellers, we've got to go extract some of this inventory out of our market that's being tied up and get it onto the market. And this piece of information right here might be something that pushes somebody off the edge who's thinking about selling this time of year, showing them that May is when you're going to get the most money for your house, 12.8%. Uh, here's how each of the 12 months rank on seller premiums. May, 12.8%. June, 10.7%. And April, 10.3%. You've already missed April. You've got May and June. These are the next 60 days to get your home sold if you're a seller for 2023. March is gone. That came in in fourth. July would be fifth, 9.6%. February is gone, and that's, that's your top six. August, September, January, October, December, and November – Round out the top 12. Notice quarter four is all in the bottom four quadrant. November, October, December. Okay. That is one of the factors along with looming recession, uh, along with just kind of where we're at with the economy. And I don't believe quarter four is going to be nearly as strong as quarter one, quarter two, or quarter three in the housing market. And you may be saying, well, geez, uh, housing doesn't seem all that strong in my market right now. Yeah. So this is why the warning is super clear. I don't love quarter four's potential. Uh, I love the potential that you have right now, albeit a much different market than we've experienced the last few years, than banking on some type of a, a great quarter four. Do not bank on that if you're in housing, uh, whether you're a real estate attorney or an agent, quarter four does not look promising. And I want to have my ducks in a row before quarter four to be able to make it through that time period and maybe even quarter one of 2024. We know that we've hit the bottom on housing because housing uh, prices, rather, values, home values, uh, has started to come up. I think that could recess again in, uh, in quarter four. That's just my take. All right, uh, rents continue to soften. And here's a, a couple examples of this. And this will be good for inflation. We have a CPI uh, read on Wednesday. So make sure you're subscribed here because on Wednesday, we're going to break down the new CPI data, the new inflation report, and hopefully get some more disinflation. Uh, but here's a couple of charts that show you that we've talked about it a bunch on the stream. So if you remember um, last few weeks, We've talked about rents are actually coming down, but it's not reflective in CPI yet because that's 18 month lag lagging data. So we've referenced um, Redfin, we've referenced uh, Barry Sternlight from Starwood Capital, all of these measures that show that rent is actually coming down right now. Rent.com, apartments.com, all showing that in real time, rent prices are coming down across the country. Some markets are different. Here's two charts that actually validate what I'm saying and what others, not, not just, but what, what all these um, measurements are saying. American Homes for Rent, which owns 58,639 homes, is no longer on a buying spree. In the first quarter of 2023, American Homes for Rent sold more homes than it bought. Okay, so they're not buying homes at the same level that they once were. Okay, they've slowed down. Why would they slow down um, buying homes 
right now when they've been on a buying spree because they can feel they've, they've got models because they own 58,000 plus homes that they're renting that rents are softening, that they've hit their peak. So they're not going to continue to buy in to obviously top prices when rents have peaked out. In quarter one of 2023, American Homes for Rent added 312 homes while it sold off 666. A year earlier, American Homes for Rent added over 1,100 homes and sold off only 171 homes, okay? Invitation Homes, the largest owner of U.S. single-family rentals, is no longer on a buying spree as well, okay? So Invitation Homes, in quarter one, Invitation Homes bought only 194 while it sold off 297. Again, there at the bottom right of that chart, you can see that invitation is more of a seller than a buyer right now. When just a year earlier, they bought 822 single-family homes and only sold off 147 in quarter one. Okay, so not only do we have multiple sources saying in real time that rent prices are coming down, but you also see the big major players in single family homes who buy, hold and rent pausing, not buying as many homes or, or rather selling more than they buy in this market right now. Another signal that rent prices are indeed coming down. And when we see the CPI report on Wednesday, we we maybe will start to see some of the rent uh, kind of get removed out of this. We know that if they had a, you know, a measurement other than the survey they used from 1980, we'd already see inflation lower than they're saying it is because this rental uh, data would be more current. Okay, if you want to stay current uh, with everything going on on PAM, make sure you subscribe to this channel. Today at 11 a.m., we have a new Overask podcast. Yesterday, we released a BAM interview with myself and Nick Bailey the CEO of Remax Global. Uh, that was filmed last week in Naples at the T360 Summit. I really enjoyed the conversation, maybe the, one of the best conversations on the entire channel for the year. So make sure you subscribe. Go check out that video uh, that just went live on yesterday. And again, if you haven't done it already, make sure that you sign up for BAMX down below. Bobby's flagging me down. 10 year. Let's definitely take a look at the 10 year, Bobby. Thank you, Bobby. Bobby, you know, he's he wants to know where the 10 year is. He can't live another day without knowing where the 10 year is, and neither can I. Let's take a quick look at where we're at. We're uh, slightly up here, back up over 3.5. We've talked about this last week. You'll see those, those reductions in the 10 year after Powell speaks, and then they typically. What we've seen the last three or four meetings will will go back up. Um, that's what we've definitely seen here in the last five days. It's gone down to just to go back up. Here's the one month look on the ten year. Uh, you know we can't just can't seemingly hold that three three to three four range, which kind of keeps us under um, six and a half on the thirty year fixed, which last week we ended right at six and a half after having two days in a row under six and a half. We'll see what happens here today on the 10 year and the 30 year. And we'll update that tomorrow. Hope everybody has a really strong start to the week. Looking forward to being here every single day with you on the only live housing show on the internet. Please consider subscribing and sharing this video and we'll see you back here tomorrow.
Till then, toodaloo.